You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It all goes hand in hand. I'm like, my cousin can be, my cousin can be a street pharmacist. Mm-hmm. And I can observe and see certain things and bring it over here. So if I'm using that example, he giving some product to a girl in the club. I can give away a free something on a landing page. That's that frees that frees the product that he gave to the girl in the club or the girl in the party. That establishes a relationship to where as he now has contact to this person. I give out the free thing. I give out the free thing through a paid advertisement or a free thing through organic traffic. Mm-hmm. That builds a relationship with somebody that now I got your name, phone number, and email address that I can contact you. Honey band, honey band, honey band, honey band, honey band, honey bands. Everybody has a six figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of 100 bands, not realizing that six figures goes all the way up to 900K. And I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much came in. It's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not have. And I do not want you to go through the same thing on your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can create and scale digital products and digital assets. But not only that, I'm giving you the entire framework and system to take your own intellectual property, your own IP, getting in the right system to scale. And system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money. So go ahead, click the link, and join me this upcoming Thursday for the Masterclass. See you soon. Welcome to another episode of It's Crowded at the Top. I'm your host, Ashton CEO. Got the voice of God on the other end. Hey, peace and blessings. My brothers, my sisters, my days, my limbs. I wonder if some, I wonder if some people get offended by me calling you the voice of God. They should. I haven't gotten no. I haven't gotten no pushback yet. But when I'm like, when this gets uh, more popular, I wonder if, because you know, you always get in trouble for stuff you said a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. You don't get in, people don't get in trouble for for the stuff they did now. It's like I know, right? Ten, be 20, ten years ago, it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be twenty twenty thirty. I've. Be saying something like, "Man, God's a grace." You, you called, you called him <laughs> that. You called him God on the podcast. 
asking CEO facing slander for calling his friend the voice of God. <laughs> We're gonna swing it to you, Shelly, for the latest report. But, but It'd be 2030. 2030. I'm, I'm on stage somewhere getting presented an award. I'd be like, first, first and foremost, I want to thank God. Because you know, nothing, nothing be possible without God. And somebody be like, but then next thing you know, bring up something. In 2023, he said the voice of God was God on his podcast. And he's thinking, he's not thanking God, he's thanking the God on his podcast. <laughs> they gonna talk about you on Joe Budden. They gonna be like, "As the CEO, thank God." Was he thanking God or his friend Ice? Weigh in on this. Nobody has an opinion. No, no. So look, so this to nip that in the bud, people. Uh, even in the film industry, when there's a voice off screen, the term is referred to as voice of God. So does that does that make it good? I don't know. It's just something to fall back on if you face any slander. Because <laughs> your, your industry, your industry comes, starts with a, your industry has a lot of bad practices that yeah, are man. just acceptable. Hey, it's a dark place, man. That's why I'm here to be <laughs> a beacon of light. <laughs> I'm fully aware. <laughs> I'm fully aware, though. It's, it's yeah, a crazy place. I wonder why... I wonder why they, I wonder who first started that stuff, like the retroactive trouble, like like you can't change your mind. Somebody who was bored, had time, and the resources that we have now because of the technology age we're living nah, in. No, but even with the resources, even with the resources to go find the old stuff. Why don't nobody get the benefit of the doubt to be like, yeah, I did it. I said it. I changed my mind. Because the world we live in, bro. We live in, like, we are the epitome, and I'm just saying we as a collective, of misery loves company. So all the unhappy people are like the Joker. <laughs> Remember the Joker, like, don't want nothing. Yeah. Don't want to see nothing but see the world burn. That's it. That's yeah. it. They because they really don't care, like for real, for real. I know. So it's like, but me and you used to go through that jokingly. We would go through that because I'd be like, "Bro, you said, but you said that." You'd be like, "I did. <laughs> I changed my mind." <laughs> I'd be like, huh? Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, but but this is the thing though. At what I ain't gonna say, ladies what, and what gentlemen, the voice of God, the voice of God <laughs> said, <laughs> the voice of God said that Miley Cyrus oh. is prettier <laughs> than Beyonce. Hey, bro. The voice what? of God said Miley Cyrus has a prettier face than Beyonce. Oh, I said, voice of God. What have you taken? Are you okay? Are you okay. well? I don't remember saying said, yeah, that. I'm fine. Stood by it. For years. Nah, I don't remember then saying that. Then all of a sudden, he, he, now, now all of a sudden, he, don't, he says, I never said that. I don't remember saying it. 
Or if I did say it, I changed my mind. <laughs> I, look, I hit I hit all possibilities. Like I don't remember it. <laughs> I didn't say it, but you know what? If I did, <laughs> no way. Cause I I to this day I don't remember. But you have stood strong in that statement. So for some reason you would for some reason you and a you and another uh, party at the time were just thinking she was just pretty as hell. She definitely she definitely had my attention. When was that? When was Miley out here? Like the wrecking ball and what's that other song she had where she was appropriating our culture? <laughs> I, I don't know. It was something with some I have no clue, bro. Oh, what you what you produced it. It was a hit. Uh Mike Will made Mike it. Will. Yeah. But yeah, no. I have for no record, clue, bro. But for but the record people, I for never whatever said, it was. I never said she was prettier than Beyonce, for the record. I'm from Kentucky. I'm from Kentucky, bro. I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. White girls all around. I was like, oh, this dude's obviously never seen a white girl before. <laughs> like, I guess where he's from, white girls aren't that prevalent. Because I'm like, she just look like a normal white girl. You know, it's funny, though. It's interesting that you say that. I had a conversation the other day with somebody. I was like, I grew up. The, the the 99% black population. Like one white girl was in the class with us as we grew up, <laughs> like until my freshman yeah, year high school. And then it was like, like yeah. I was like, bro, I ain't seen white girls. So I was like, if he and and especially at like the age frame. You might would still be around like like it wouldn't be at the norm during these years for you to be around like college functions and stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah, still none. Cause, no, I'm just saying because like say my city Lexington College Town like it's a city with a college. It it feels like a big town, mm. even though it's a city. Mm. University of Kentucky. I was like, she just looked to me. I'm like, she just looked like a girl walking around UK right. campus. Right. Like you think Miley's all there? I was like, he gonna lose it if he ever went to. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna be like, what? <laughs> <What's this>? <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is around this is around Bryson Tiller time. Cause you had two keys of ten roof. I was like, bro, if I took if I took voice of God to two keys of ten roof, he'd be man. They're like, <laughs> bro, it's all these it's all these mileys. I'm never man. going back home. <laughs> and two keys uh, and ten roof right across the street from each other. Hmm. Like right across the street. Like that's why that's why when I heard the the that's why when I heard the uh, Bryson Tiller song back then. That's why I was just like, I was like, bro, he really, like how I'm listening to the song, mm-hmm. it's like you outside. I'm like, he outside the spot. Like, you have two keys of 10 roof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, all right. Yeah. 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 Or you in the car outside or something, or you just pull it up and you park. you like, is you a two keys of 10 right. roof? Right. Because that's a car you, that's a car you make. Mm-hmm. 
Kentucky, man. Kentucky's a, a, a great place, man. It's a good vibe out there, a good feel. Like, I ain't never been to Tarrant Roof, though. Had some nights in two keys, though. Mm. Was it, is it like, like LSU vibes? Like, nah. What was it, Tigerland? Tigerland vibes? Nah, because I always felt uncomfortable when we went to Tigerland or LSU. Because for some reason, y'all wanted to go to the spot with the 50-foot Confederate flag. <laughs> I was like, bro, why do they want to go here? Bro, you know what's so crazy? Like, I think growing up in the South, so much is acceptable that it should not be acceptable, bro. Like, Man, and and on top of that, and on top of that, my city, like, think of that college age stuff. Tigerland mostly was LSU students. Mm -hmm. You might go to, say back then during these times, you may go to Two Keys Town Roof. Yeah, it's going to be college students and stuff, but it's it's young people from the city too. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Because, dang, I didn't go to Kentucky. Right, right. But it's something to do. You're going to go around and, like, mm -hmm. that's why, like, my homies – my homies growing up, they always thought like, I don't want to sound like braggadocious because I'm not. I'm just telling a story. Like they always thought that girls I were dating, I was dating or whatever. They always thought they was real pretty and they never seen them around. Mm -hmm. So they'd be like, "Bro, where you meeting these girls, bro? I don't know how you." Because they only know the girls from the city that they done grew up with or mm -hmm. went to high, know from middle school, high school. Or, yeah. Know that she go to this school cross town or something like that. I'm like, bro, they're they they're UK. Mm -hmm. Go to the college functions and they right there. They there, and this girl ain't from here. This girl's from Maryland. Mm -hmm. She's from Virginia. Mm -hmm. She's from some backwoods county of Kentucky. <laughs> Man, how you know her, bro? She run track. She run track for UK. How you know her? She run volleyball. She play volleyball for UK, bro. How you know her? She hoop for UK. How you know her? Uh, like, uh, just say it again. Just say it three more times. Maybe it'll click. <laughs> I mean, one of my homies, he's like, dog, I need to go to college so I can meet some college girls. <laughs> Like, I don't go to college here. I don't go to college here. The college that I go to is across the country. Oh, man. I'm like, I come here for three, four days, meet somebody. At the I'm like, you you live here, bro, and you're of age. Just go to the... Just go. Just go to the fun. Just go to the spot. You overthink yeah. it, man. <laughs> and some of these dudes, that, some of these dudes, street dudes, too, so they be like... They'd be like, nah, I need the, I need the uh, older them got, but sometimes younger than them, they like, nah, bro, they, she go to college. Mm -hmm. Man, I know. Like, what's that got to do with? Yeah. But you know what I'm saying, that mentality, yeah, like, bro, she go to college, bro. I mean. <laughs> uh. Okay. But then I had I had one per one person that come into mind though he 
business lesson. It all turns, it all, it finally comes. It's finally coming together. <laughs> he had a, a, actually two people coming to mind right now. And these two people, they're kin to each other. Mm. These two people may allegedly be kin to me too. Mm. But, mm-hmm. but I just, I'm just thinking of college because I'm just thinking of my uh, one of my homies. He was like, "Nah, like I would I would tell him to pull up to somewhere, or it'd be like a weekend. It might be I'm in town for Christmas or something, or mm-hmm. summertime, whatever, whatever the case. I'm home for this little bit of time in college. Cause you know I hoop, so I'm I'm gone and I right. break windows. I small. Like man, man, you in town? I'll be like, yeah. What you doing, bro? Come holler at me. I'll be like, sure. I'm about to go. I'm about to go to this party. Or I'm about to link up with these girls. I'm like, pull up. Uh, she told me to bring a couple friends if I do, because it's just on the home girls over here. I'm like, pull up. I'm like, ah, man, they they college girls. Man, I don't. And say this one in particular, he really had a crush on because she was like really known mm-hmm. in the city. I was like, bro. Uh, I was like, you like her, whatever, man, cause she gonna be in the she gonna be in the nut. Oh, like, nah, she cows girl. But I'm I'm just thinking, I know this other individual. He had the college girl selling work for him. And I was like, he he saw he saw in, <laughs> he oh, saw a, a product market fit. That's hilarious. And he and he had the <laughs> and, like and he had the world he had the world thought he had the world thought I don't even know if I'm saying that word right he had the he had the mind the mind power to see the entry of to see the the entry into a new market an untapped space and he had the access of of using these girls. To get into the space because he knew him, he himself couldn't just go up there like that. Right. I was like, you smart. And there was white girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got white girls on a college campus. That's selling things. Hey, bro. That's next level. Bringing it back to Miley. <laughs> And guess where he was meeting them? Two keys and ten roof. Yep. <laughs> and look, even that's a double entendre. Huh? Huh? Two keys, huh? Two keys. <laughs> oh, come on I ain't now. Even catch come on now. I ain't even catch it. I've been writing lately. Come on now. <laughs> but that but that's that's where he that's where he met him at. Like he he would go there for he would go there for for fun and stuff, but it also too it's like how you were saying like LSU versus Kentucky like party scenes. Mm-hmm. I seen something for the first time ever in Baton Rouge going to parties that I never saw in my life back home. I never saw the pill man in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm in the bathroom where the pill man at. <laughs> These songs, these songs, y'all ain't just songs. <laughs> They're stories <laughs> and guidance. 
I'm in the bag hollering with a pimpin' I'm in the bag hollering with a pimpin' I'm like, oh, they saying this in the song because he, he, yeah, he right here, right. And Baton Rouge, there was a time I'm hearing all these songs for the first time. Like, I never heard a lot of this music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in I'm, I'm mind right now. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm like, these people are out their mind. I go to the yeah. bathroom, pill man back there. I'm like, oh, this, yeah, this why they're dancing nonstop <laughs> for three and a half hours. I'm like, these people ain't stopped dancing for three hours. Like they on them jiggers. Them and they got them from the bathroom. <laughs> they got them from the bathroom. I'm like, I'm like, my, my man, he was low-key doing that at the pub, but he wasn't in the bathroom with it. He just, the kids is calling it Riz nowadays. He, he just had Riz. Our era calls it Game. He just had Game, and he just going up and conversing with, with chicks. And when he... uh you know, getting to the point of getting their number and stuff, and he's staying in contact. It's obviously wasn't just a one, a one-off thing from meeting them at the club or whatnot. Like he kicking it with them, he forming mm. relationships or whatever. He's seeing that they, or it might have started as a relate as a relationship of him giving the girl something at the party. Mm-hmm. Like he wouldn't sell it to him. Yeah, he probably was. He probably, he probably was chilling with them, and then one day just hit it with the, with the Boston George Diego talk. Like, what if you're dreaming the wrong dream? <laughs> and then next thing you know, George, <laughs> George, what do you know about cocaine? Oh, Digging me, man. You kidding me or what, man? <laughs> but nah, that's that's how we go, bro. He would go, he would go, he would meet the girls. He would give them product. Mm. Off of him giving them product, he formed a relationship. Give them some more product. Mm. Then they would, sometimes, some of them would turn into customers. And then some of them, he would just give them product. And then they would take some of the product and sell it on campus. Give it back to them. Hey, yo, everybody has a six-figure goal, but they're only thinking of 100 racks, not realizing that six figures goes all the way up to 900K. And I was able to do that with just one digital product in my business. But it's not about how much came in. It's about how much that I missed out on because of information that I did not have. And I don't want you to go through the same thing in your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can take your own IP, your own intellectual property, knowledge and information that you already have, create digital products and digital assets with it. Not only that, but I'm going to teach you the entire framework and system and system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money so you don't have to go through the same pitfalls that I had to go through along the way. So go ahead, click the link, and join the masterclass. It is completely free, but spots are limited, so take advantage now. I'll see you on Thursday. A lot of, a lot of stuff I know about business, too, I learned from these type of people. Hey. Because it all goes hand in hand. But it all goes hand in hand. I'm like, my cousin can be, my cousin can be a street pharmacist. And I can observe and see certain things and bring it over here. 
So if I'm using that example, he giving some product to a girl in the club, I can give away a free something on a landing page. Mm-hmm. That's that frees that frees the product that he gave to the girl in the club or the girl in the party. That establishes a relationship to where as he now has contact to this person. I give out the free thing. I give out the free thing through a paid advertisement or a free thing through organic traffic. Mm-hmm. That builds a relationship with somebody that now I got your name, phone number, and email address that I can contact you. Mm-hmm. Same there. <laughs> yeah. And then in turn, that person, they like the free stuff. They come, them girls come back when they they want party, they want go two keys and ten roof again. <laughs> they gonna be there next week. Guess where he gonna be at next week? He might not even get their numbers and stuff right then. <laughs> he's same spot next week. Then next week it turns into uh it turns into uh what y'all doing after this? Y'all wanna go get something to eat? It's leveling the like they're more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now they now they hang around this dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and turning cuz where where you at? I'm on campus. You're on campus. <laughs> It's eleven thirty a.m. on a Tuesday. What you doing Man. on campus? I'm like, ah, all right. Mm. <laughs> then next thing, then next thing you know, you talk to him, or you at his crib, and you seeing two, three white girls pulling. I'm like, what is this? And they don't look like the hood white girls. Right, right. No, it's a hood white girl. Mm-hmm. Every hood got white Jennifer. people in them. These ain't Jennifer. That was, that was our white girl, Jennifer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> These ain't them. Yeah. Then you see him, then you see him handling money. I'm like, what? Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why you be at two keys and ten roof all the time. Cause cause I won't be up here. Get Not that. like that. Yeah. And it's the era too of the uh this this when this when cats started wearing you remember creative rec- recreation yeah yeah I had about five six pairs of them <laughs> <laughs> this the era of creative racks and stuff so think them them was dudes club shoes because you couldn't yeah. get in to certain spots with the so, so dudes pull the creative racks the out the trunk yeah, bro bro I had all the flavors I used to get them from pickyourshoes.com. So so this like this like creative wreck area and stuff. I'm like, I ain't never liked them. I'm like, bro, I ain't about to put on no creative wrecks to get yeah, into. Yeah, that ain't so steve. That ain't so steve. Like that's my steve. To get into the spot. I'm like, bro, just I ain't going. Bro, that's hilarious, bro. That's this is probably the first time I've heard anybody talk about creative wrecks. <laughs> like I, I, I've never in my life, bro. I thought I was the only one in the world keeping their business afloat. <laughs> Another street pharmacist that I know. My city, that's why I'm a uh I'ma say low key. I'm a low key, I ain't gonna say I'm like a big super fan or nothing, but I'm a fan of the Bengals. Cause my, uh, where I'm from, Kentucky, we don't have no pro teams and nothing. Mm-hmm. At my city, University of Kentucky, it's like right. diehard UK fans. 
closest sports professional sporting team we got, Cincinnati's an hour north. Mm. Like Cincinnati's airport is in Kentucky. Mm. But it's called the Cincinnati Airport. So the Bengals. I remember when I was a kid, they had a they had a training camp at Georgetown College. It's like a college like right next to the where I'm from. My mama took me. I like Jeff Blake just because my name's Blake. Mm. Blake. I had a little t. It wasn't a jersey, but it was like a t-shirt jersey. Mm. Number eight. Blake was on the bat. My baseball number was eight. Everything I do like comes down to like a two and a four. Like my base, my basketball number was twenty-four. Mm. Later on, everybody was like, "Oh, bro, you love Kobe." I'm like, "Man, I was twenty-four before Kobe." Like I'm wearing 24 in the 90s type stuff. Mm. Baseball number was eight. That's two, four. Mm. Football number was six. That's two, four. Mm. But uh, Corey Dillon, running back, whatever. I like the Bengals. That's why I'm like rooting for them. It's funny. I don't know if you know, Neil's like a diehard. Yeah, Bills, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was looking forward to testing him when they lost to the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And the that's Bengals wore they they got the hardest uniforms in the league, bro. The the new uniforms this year. Uh they got them alternate all white joints with the mm-hmm. black tigers. Mm-hmm. Hard. Mm-hmm. And they was in the snow in them all whites. I was like, yeah. <laughs> My man Joey. Joey from the nine. LSU ties too. I was like, he ain't, he ain't losing no bro. But anyways, another street pharmacist that I know, Cincinnati's right there. I use the analogy of uh, the freebies leading to a product that I'm like, I can take that to my business, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing. This particular street pharmacist, he was selling stuff in Cincinnati to a higher client to uh, at a at a premium price to hire clientele mm-hmm. through cheerleaders for the Bengals. Mm. <laughs> same fr- yeah. same framework though. Yeah. He has little Riz. The kids call it Riz. We call it game. Mm-hmm. He go to certain events and stuff. Or he go up to Cincinnati to party, clubs and stuff. He's meeting these women. Mm-hmm. And these women, they want to they want to have a good time. They in the, they got certain vices. He's giving these women the, the certain vices that they're looking for in the night mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. It's forming a relationship. And then he's like, he's having them <laughs> sell products mm-hmm. to people in Cincinnati. And it's like, and it's like the, the, the people that these people that these women were around it's different. It ain't like my other men's with college kids and stuff. Right. Like some, like you said, Tariq from Power. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But Tariq stuff different. Like Tariq out there, like, yeah, nah, I ain't gonna say it's different because he got students yeah. that you wouldn't think would do yeah. nothing selling the stuff. Hey, yo, most people, they have a six-figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of 100 bands. You're thinking too small. 
we need to be thinking big. <laughs> Six figures goes up to 900K. And I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much bread came in. It's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not have. And I do not want the same thing to happen to you along your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can take your already existing skills and information that you already have, your own intellectual property, your IP, create digital products and digital assets with them. Not only that, but I'm giving you the entire framework, strategies, and system and system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money so you don't have to go through the same pitfalls that I had to go through along the way. So go ahead, click the link, and register for the masterclass, and I will see you this upcoming Thursday. But no, but so he got a premium, a premium clientele because these cheerleaders in Cincinnati, they're hanging around. They're going to, like, they... Certain people, certain athletes like certain things. Mm -hmm. The athlete can get it directly from a quote-unquote co-worker. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, y'all getting paid by the same organization. They seeing you all the time and stuff. Mm -hmm. It ain't like they got to go through no hoops and to get whatever the cheerleader right there. Mm -hmm. Cheerleaders, they boyfriends, the dudes that they messing with, they go into different restaurants with like instead of instead of selling to the dude that's going to White Castle, right? <laughs> they going to they going to Roof Chris. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, but but the same principles apply. Not do it on my end. Get stuff for free mm -hmm. and bring them in. Build the relationship when you get them in. Sell them something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some of those people, some of those people can turn into affiliates for you and sell your products for you to somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's why I'll be like, man, all these street pharmacists out here, it stuff that they know is easily applied over here. Mm -hmm. They just stay. They just stay putting so much of their um, so much of their brain power into only thinking of criminalities. Yeah, I mean, and then you know, like some, like some of the homie. What you say? No, I was just gonna say, just human human psychology. We go with what we know. Yeah, but not not. Not always though, because they'll know they'll know different or they'll know better. But it takes something happening to them to start to do it. I heard Wall Street Trapper talking about this. He was like, he was locked up for what was Trapper locked up for? I don't know. I think he said something about uh, and this ain't me telling his business. He said this on public platforms. I don't I don't know the man. He's somebody that I study and admire and get inspiration from from afar mm. we got some similar people that we know so there's a chance of me meeting this individual one day mm. but i can say this because he said this publicly so i don't want nobody be like oh you telling trapper's right, right. business gonna gonna that's how <laughs> yeah this, this is how i know it it's part of the story i've seen him say it on multiple podcasts i think last i heard him tell his story was on budden's podcast mm. 
I think he was locked up for 10 for uh, attempted murder. Mm. All right. He meet the dude. This is how he got up on the stock game. He meet a dude in, in uh, prison. He basically was like, how the Boston George stuff go? You in the wrong game, basically. Mm. That's how Trapper got introduced to stocks. He's like, how long you in for? He's like, 10 with this and attempted murder. He was like, I'm in for this long. Let's say, I'm just making it up because I can't remember. Let's say you say three years. Mm -hmm. I'm in for three years. He basically stole a few million dollars. Mm -hmm. Let's say he stole three million dollars. He got caught stealing the three million dollars. He got charged to two or three years or whatever. Got to pay back 800000 in restitution. Mm -hmm. He's still a multimillionaire when he get out. He's like, you in the wrong game. Mm -hmm. He's like, and if I get out and do it again, the most that I can do is five, and I'm going to still come out a millionaire. Hmm. So Trapper knew. Mm -hmm. But it took him, when he got out, he didn't take what he knew. Mm -hmm. He was he still went back to whatever he did and got locked up again. So that's what I'm saying. It be it be it be knowing. I mean, not not that we. Uh, what what was it that you said? Uh, you go with what you people know. only do what they know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go with what you know. No, they'll know better, but it got to take something happening to be like, all right, let me stop this and let me just let me do what I know is better. Mm -hmm. Because what happened with Trapper again? He turned into a jack boy. So he turned. He turned to. He's sticking people up, right? What happened with that? He had never been a stick up, a stick up kid. Well, I guess I don't know the age frame of this. I'm just saying stick up yeah, kid is yeah, just yeah. a turn. A turn. But he had never been a jack boy. He sold dope, but his his dope dried up. He needed money to pay somebody. So they don't have. Where are you gonna get the money? Turn into the jack boy. So he said a situation happened, uh, a robbery or something, something went left, uh, a gun's on his dude's head, Trapper got a gun in somebody else's head. And he's like, look, blah, blah, blah. Whatever happens, everybody got guns on each other. And somebody was like, look, I can guarantee you this, you kill him, everybody dying. Or we can leave and or we can leave and, and chalk it up. Trapper said from that that day, that's when he got up. Right. Because he's yeah. like, man, I got a daughter, bro. No, it wasn't even about him. Right. It was about his his daughter. Mm -hmm. He's like, I got a daughter. I can't I can't take the risk of not being here. Then he took what he had already known from the stocks and got started trading. So I'm like, so he had already known it takes something. Something else, yeah. Something else. That's why I'm like, I be, like, I know a lot of dudes in the streets, bro. Like, they would be great as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, and they know certain stuff already. They be like, yeah, I, I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. But they not, whatever ain't happened yet. And the ones that did switch, something, something happened. Yeah. 
No mas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or they just got tired of it. Or the 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 ones that are coming to mind right now, they so old. I'm not saying old because they're still young, but yeah, like they they late 50, 60 mm-hmm. doing some stuff, but that's after they done, but they came home at like 45. Mm-hmm. They was gone for 20. Like that's that's what happened. Yeah. Man, it's a long time, dog. But I'm like them people that that be going in and you know, they go in, they do two. They do 18 months. They do 20, 36 months and stuff. To to them, the lifestyle that they live, that ain't no time. Mm-hmm. So it's like the whole time that they in there, they be thinking of what they gonna do. When they, they, out. they mapping out. Yeah, they mapping out how they messed up so they don't happen again when they get out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, to a lot of people, to some people it does be enough, but to a lot of them, that I, I'm saying from personal experience, yeah, yeah. like people I know and talk to and stuff, it'd be like, nah, man, the whole time I was just thinking of how to how to not get jammed up when I get out. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, you weren't thinking of nothing different. Nope. <laughs> not at all. Quick turnaround. Or was still doing or was still doing what they was doing inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah that part. Cause most people don't know. Most people they, most people can't even comprehend. There's more drugs in prison than on the streets. Mm-hmm. And the same rules apply. Like you got the same gangs in there. You got the same organizations in there. You got the same hierarchies. It's everything's the same. Like, nah, that's Big Dog right there. He control that. They they bring this in. They selling like it's the same thing, bro. And and if you in a certain spot, we got this one spot in Kentucky. It ain't no um, it ain't no gates around. Mm. So like they just got know, they just I got know a gun line. Go there. <laughs> they, damn, <laughs> Jesus, Man, ain't no gates. Oh, that gotta be. I know some cats. I know some cats. Some, Cats gone there, they still running stuff like like they ain't like they ain't leaving. Yeah. I heard Batman Kevo. I ain't telling Batman Kevo. He said this on an right. interview. I heard him say on the Say Cheese. I heard him say on the Say Cheese interview, he was locked up at the joint in Kentucky. That ain't got no thing. Batman Kevo was leaving the prison. His girl was picking him up and they were Take him to go do the things he need to do and was bringing him back. Sheesh. Like somehow he had found some kind of way to mm-hmm. get, get off and, and get back, like in this time frame before people knew he was gone. Well, I don't know if he was maybe paying some people. I don't know, but because I used to question it myself, I'd be like, it seemed like it'd be too, like if somebody really strategized and made some connections, I'm like, you could leave. Mm-hmm. Online. If you ain't know no better, it looked like it looked like a like a College. a campus. Mm-hmm. Just look like a campus, bro. It's building, field. But that gotta that gotta be Leap. hell, bro. Like 
Like I know, I I'm gonna say I know. I can only imagine what hell, like prison, is already hell in itself. But to not even have some type of gate or fence there, and it's just like this illusion of freedom just in your face every day. I can't imagine what that might do to the psyche. I don't know. I mean, I ain't trying. I seen to something on. I seen something. It might have been Drewski, a little. Skit. I think I seen a oh, the, YouTube the short joint. or something. He's, well, he was saying something about how dudes make it look fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's real though. Everything he was doing was something I've seen a hundred times, bro. Yeah. But I but I got a thought though. I got an idea when I was in Dubai of uh Selling stuff to prisons. People do. Man, Matty J. Shout out to Matty J. Matty J. This is one of the. This is one of the most genuine people I've met mm. of recently. That I was not expecting him to be the person that he is. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at, uh, I wasn't that familiar with Matty J's content. We were following each other on Instagram, but. And you know Instagram, it don't show you yeah. everybody's yeah, you don't know nothing stuff, mm. right? So, and I haven't, I don't scroll as much on Instagram as I used to, mm-hmm. so I wasn't that familiar with his content. But when you see him, it's loud. Mm-hmm. Like if you see Matty J, he looks loud, like bright colors, jewelry, mm-hmm. bust down watches. Chains, a Fendi shirt mm. with the, like it's all from head to toe with with the hat mm. with the shades. And I was thinking he was something else versus I meet him. I was like, this is one of the most genuine, good people mm. I've met. Like, period. And I was like, I I get it. I get I get what he's doing. Like. Because he knows his demographic of who he wants his message to get to. Mm-hmm. Us, as a people, which is a negative, the shiny thing attracts us. Right. So he gets you. He gets your attention with the shiny thing, but as soon as you tapped in and hear the message, mm-hmm. he gonna get you. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 under it's undeniable. But he was he was talking about how he made a play. He had a. He didn't even know it. Like, say he sold something on like a licensing deal to somebody, and they they were ed- using the education in prisons. Mm-hmm. I was like, I ain't even think of. I never thought of that. Yeah. I'm like, I thought of I thought of schools. Mm-hmm. Like, get a curriculum together, and then you sell it to a school. If you if you sell a curriculum for ten thousand dollars a year to four schools mm-hmm. for a a five year a five year contract. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's 20, 40, 60, 80. That's a hundred that's a hundred grand over the Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Because that's that's ten that's ten a pop mm-hmm. from this many schools over that that time period. But I was like, I ain't know certain stuff like that's available for like prisons. 
Yeah, I, I remember. So I was um, like, I want to invest in you had came to mind when uh remember I told you I, I had I took a, a government contract webinar. Did I tell yeah. you? Yeah. You had came to mind when I when I took that webinar and I was reading this other book too. Then I was like, but I don't know. And I had I never said nothing. Cause you know, people be forgetting. But then I I remember in the time I was like, I don't know how how bro could do that. Cause they were just talking about like you you have government con- like barbers be having like multi million dollar government contracts. You know what I'm saying? People be speaking at mm-hmm. uh prisons, uh stuff like that. And I was like, but but I'm not talking about for me to be a physical time. I'm saying where well, I create a product, right? And I sell it to to you all, and you all give it to them, right? It's, it doesn't. It's not a time commitment yeah, for yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, sure. Manny J, he was saying what he had, he had no clue it was even in prisons. Because mm. he talked about it, and then when he got off stage, and I put him to the side, we chopping it up, he was like, honestly, bro, he sold it to whoever, like, basically, like, a whoever he sold it to, they put it in the prison mm. and whatnot. And then he just saw some money from it one day. Mm. Like, he didn't even know what they was doing with it. Mm. I was like, that's that's dope. Yeah. But that judge a book, don't judge a book by its cover. That's some real stuff. Cause it was like as soon as as soon as, bro, within within three, four sentences, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I I get it. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know if you're familiar with who Maddie J is or not, but nah, do gonna, you know who I'm talking about? I was gonna check him out once we got off the pod. Look him up, and y'all look him up too. CEO, CEO, Matty J. I think this is, I think this is IG. Let me see. Yeah, CEO, Matty J. Good dude. And you know that's a that's a good that's a compliment. Like when people when people be like, man, he's a good he's a good dude. Yeah, man. for sure. That's the that's like the highest for me. Huge compliment, and he got, and he even got me on the on the mind frame of uh, documenting more. Mm-hmm. His whole thing, Matty J's whole thing, is document the process. Because mm-hmm. there's so many different plays that you can run when you document the process, and everything that he says, he got all the receipts because Matty J documents everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not exaggerating, bro, when I say everything. everything. Hey, yo, most people, they have a six-figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of 100 bands, not realizing that six figures goes up to 900K. And I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much came in. It's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not know. Literally, Millions. That's why I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday teaching how you can take your already existing knowledge and skills and create digital products and assets from them. Not only that, but I'm giving you the entire framework and system. And system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money so you don't have to go through all the pitfalls that I had to go through along the way. So go ahead, click the link, and register for the masterclass. It's completely free, but spots are limited. So go ahead, click the link, register for the masterclass, and I'll see you this Thursday. If Matty J, he just found the con- he found the supplier for Zara in Istanbul, 
Because when we left Dubai, he went from Dubai, he was already out there for a few weeks. And then he went to Abu Dhabi, then they went somewhere else, then they, then they went to uh, uh, Istanbul. Mm. It's the people that make all the clothes for Zara. You just go in there and get the stuff mm. <laughs> for whatever. But he's documenting all this stuff. Like his, his notes app on his phone, it's crazy. Like he literally documenting everything. And then you go on his stuff and he'll just give you a play for something. He'd be like, and you can't say, does it work? He'll sit there, he'll give you a, he'll send you the, he'll airdrop you the notes that he took in real time. Mm-hmm. He'll send you a Google Doc. He'll send you a video and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. So it's like you just look at his content. He'll, he'll be like, uh, here's the hotel play. Hotel play. Yeah, I just spent. I just spent a month in Dubai, spent $400 in a, in luxury suites for yeah. a month. Yeah. Here's the play. Give you the game. Uh, DM me the word this to get the hotel, to get the Dubai suite play. Yeah. And I'm like, how you? I mean, y'all, you and your wife been out here for how long? Oh, we've been out here for about... About two weeks, two and a half weeks. Mm. I'm like, dang, you been out here? You know, my brain, I be calculating. I don't be pocket watching, but I, <laughs> yeah. but I do, but I do watch sp- spending. Mm. I'm a spender watcher. Mm. Like, damn, okay, you been out here too. I mean, and I'm out here for eight days. You been out here for another over a week. <laughs> when when you leaving? No, probably no week, week or two. I don't know yet. We just. We figuring it out. Okay, you staying? You staying here? You ain't got a room. You not in a room. I'm looking at the store. Wait, bro, your room look different. Oh yeah, well I got the, I got the, I got the apartment. Mm-hmm. Dang, you been in there for a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, you carry the two. Yeah. Now you in Abu Dhabi, and you know, now you here in another one. Then he showed the bill. I'm like, bro, how are you doing the? How you got all this stuff for eight hundred dollars? Documented the whole play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. All these, all these designer clothes I wear. He makes money off of his clothes too. Mm. You, you want the, you want the, you want the, uh, get the money from your clothes play. He documented the process. I ain't know people rent clothes. That sounds crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew about, I, I know of that when it comes to like special events, but not like. I knew of that for like, I've heard of women like renting bags and stuff. I ain't know that somebody would rent a shirt or some jeans or a jacket or a coat. Like, But I wrap it up, y'all. I don't shout out many people, but Matty J is one that I will shout out. Y'all, y'all go check him out. He give a lot of game, a lot of value, crazy plays. And it's just uh the principles that that the principles that he stands on as a as a man. And I don't even want to get into 
religion and stuff, but I, I respect that no matter what people's religion is, religions are, when they like, that's what you own, whether you're a Christian, you're a Muslim, you're this, you're that, whatever it is. It's like people that really walk by it. Because, you know, people say that stuff, but they don't, mm-hmm. their actions don't show it. Right, right. I was like, bro, from a, and like I said, I wasn't tapped in. I might have been more tapped in if I had consumed more of the content. But I just know when I did see stuff, it was just, oh, I'm flashy. I'm in your face. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. I get it. makes sense. It makes sense for the, it, I don't know if people have seen last episode, but I was talking about uh, branding versus marketing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's that's branding. Like he chose to do that to know who I am. Mm-hmm. Once you're aware of me, I can hit you with the game that I and the the message that I want to hit you with. Right. It's no different than than a Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone. In your face, obnoxious, arrogant, mm-hmm. uh, condescending. Mm-hmm. What else would people say about Grant? Jerk. Uh, but a lot of stuff he does just to get you to know who he is. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Yeah. He gets you to know who he is, and then he'll give his message, whether you agree or disagree with it. Right. And then even, because even in, from what I've seen, once he's in his, like, message bag, it feels genuine. Nah, it is. That's, I'm a, you know, I'm a fan yeah, of Yeah, I know, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, you know, a lot of people, once you get past the surface level, then once you get to what... They want you to see or why you're there. And then it still could be a little like, ah, nah, I'm cool. But when he gets you there, it's like, oh. And and all these people, everybody says that they don't agree with what Grant Cardone says as far as like business and money wise and real estate and all that type of stuff. But I'm like, every he's a billionaire. Right. How can you say what he's saying don't work? Right. Or I don't agree with that. And the majority... You don't agree with it. What'd you say? No, I was just going to say, just like anything in life, the majority of the people who disagree with stuff ain't either ain't doing it at all or ain't even doing it nowhere near the level. All the criticizers don't ever do nothing. Yeah. In any facet. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you got all this money. You should be donating. Why aren't you donating and helping people? You ain't helped nobody your whole life. Right. You ain't donated five. Homeless person come ask a homeless person ask you for a dollar, you you tell them to go get a job. Mm-hmm. You literally have never helped nobody ever. But they but you you pointing at the rich person that they supposed to come and give back. Mm-hmm. You ain't did nothing. A person, I don't, I don't agree with what Grant Cardone says about real estate. You own nothing. I agree with him. I bought houses. I see it's not an investment. Mm-hmm. That's all he's saying. He says real estate's a terrible and uh, buying a house is is a 
it's terrible. Don't do it. You should never buy a house. Well, Grant, you make your money buying houses. He makes his money buying them, not paying for them. Right. People think, I own my house. It's an asset. Assets bring money into your pocket. Your mortgage takes money out of your pocket. And even with Grant, he buys doors. Yeah. <laughs> he buys multiple doors for cash flow. Yeah. I'm telling you from personal experience, buying a single family house for a rental is not a good decision. Man. <laughs> it don't make sense to be that much in debt to cash flow a few hundred bucks. Mm. To me. don't make sense owning the house I got a play I'm gonna do in the future when I do it it's not gonna make any sense financially I already know if I if I pay off my house it's not a good financial decision that's just the me decision because mm -hmm. I could take that money and do something way better with it to make money mm -hmm. but that's just the Lifestyle, that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, I think, uh, a lot of people, we're gonna wrap it up off of it. I just want people to hear this. Y'all, when y'all getting, when y'all getting in the business or whatever you want to do, start with the lifestyle first and then build your business off of the lifestyle that you desire to live. A lot of people just think of the business first and then think of the lifestyle afterwards. That's why I switched up a lot of things in my business because I'm like, I don't want to be this person. I want to live this. I don't want to be a hustle. I don't want to be the, oh, man, I'm hustling. I'm going I'm to go get it. I'm grinding. I don't want to build no grinded out lifestyle. Years ago, I had no choice but the grind because I didn't, I didn't think of that. So I'm like, if I truly want to get up, do what I want to do when I want to do it, or, or the lifestyle I desire to live, I t I'm taking that first and then I'm building a business around the lifestyle because that's the most important. So if I'm saying, if any if anybody that knows anything about finances or any successful business person, if I was sitting there when the time does come and I'm talking to Grant Cardone and I would say, yo, Grant, I'm going to pay off my house. Fuck you doing that for, man? It's dumb as hell. Why I know every reason why he would tell me why it's dumb. No, what you need to do, take that money, take that money that you were gonna use to pay off your house, go get some debt, go buy you, go buy you a two and a half million worth of real estate with the debt, control the asset, and cash flow this many thousands a month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I just I just I just don't want to have to pay to live. Mm -hmm. This is the lifestyle I want. I don't want to. I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to owe nobody. That's just a personal thing. That's not a. That's not gonna be a business, right? Decision because it's a terrible business decision. Mm -hmm. I know that, but when I do it, it ain't gonna be like everybody else with their goals. Like everybody got goals of paying off their house. Their goals of paying off their house is totally different than mine. They're thinking of wealth. I ain't thinking of no wealth. I just want to do that. 
I'm thinking that's the key to what I know that ain't the key to wealth. When I do it, I'm already be wealthy. But yeah, yeah, I think of think of the lifestyle you want to build first and really put some really put some thought into it and then build your business around the lifestyle versus when you build the business first, your lifestyle will be dependent on the business. Mm-hmm. We out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park